Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back to back winning days on the podcast. And I'm a happy camper. I want a college basketball game in overtime. Break out the bubbly. We've got a winner. So let's recap the winning card for Monday. In the National Football League, I played the Dallas Cowboys, minus the two and a half at Tampa Bay. And outside of those four missed extra points, the Cowboys played a great game. And I feel bad for anybody that played the over 45 and a half in that game to lose on four missed extra points. That's unheard of. Oh, boy, that's a tough loss. And then Bill in Florida, I finally got the best of you in a head-to-head. And unfortunately for both of us, our teams are out. The Bucks are out and the Vikings are out. Can't wait to break down the rest of the playoffs with you later this week. Then in college basketball, our handicap goes 3-1. and one. We cash on Middle Tennessee in overtime against UAB. It was a sweat fest to the end, but the revenge angle comes through, and we cash the ticket. We back Miami, minus the 7.5 against Syracuse. Never bet against Jimmy Beheim. How could I question Jimmy B? Uh, Miami only wins by four, and I lose the ticket. We back UC Davis, minus the three at UC San Diego. Jim Lesson Company down seven and half time. Great second half. They get the cover for us. We get to cash that ticket. Then in the first game off the board for us, we play Towson, minus the two at home against Hofstra. Towson actually gets down 13 to three early. I'm a little bit nervous, more than a little nervous. I was very nervous and angry, but then the Tangers go on a run of runs and they blitzed them, and they coast to an easy double-digit victory. We cash on that one, not once, but twice. Thank you for the votes on Twitter, and thank you for the winner on the Tigers. Then our OPP plays, well, they only go one and two on the day. We cash on Florida International. We lose on Western Kentucky, and we lose on Purdue. You add the math together, we only made $5 for the day, but unfortunately for us, we had three winning bets, not touched at all, and then we had one other winning bet that was only half-filled. That's how it's going to go some days. Some days we're going to fill them. Some days we're not. Sometimes it's going to benefit us. Other days it won't. But keep in mind, if we can't fill it on Better Edge, we can always go to another book at the very last minute. But we should always try to save the juice first and foremost. So three straight winning days on the podcast. Let's try to make it number four today. We start in the Big Ten. It is Wisconsin minus the two and a half against Penn State. So Tyler Wall is expected to be back tonight for the Badgers, and oh boy, do they need that him. The Badgers have dropped three straight to Illinois, Michigan State, and Indiana. They're now 11-5 and overall, 3-3 three and three in the Big Ten after beating the likes of Marquette and USC early in the season, plus that one-point loss in overtime to Kansas. Penn State is also 3-3 three and three in the Big Ten after pounding Indiana last time out by 19. The Nittany Lions have a tournament-like resume in the making, a win at Illinois, a double overtime loss at Clemson, and nine double-digit wins so far this season. Penn State has great numbers on offense, over 75 points per game, over 46% shooting, and listen to this number. They're shooting almost 40% from beyond the arc. The Badgers have good defensive numbers, giving up less than 63 points per game. The offense, though, is very inconsistent. But with wall back, the home court advantage, and a sense of urgency coming off three straight losses. Great guard will calm the fan base in Madison with a much-needed victory. I'm on the Badgers, minus the two and a half over Penn State. Next up, we go to the ACC. It is Wake Forest, minus the two over Clemson. 
So Clemson is hot, winners of seven straight, a perfect 7-0 in the ACC. They're coming off a big win over Duke on Saturday. Meanwhile, Wake Forest is 13-5 on the season, 5-2 in the conference, three straight wins over the bottom of the conference, though, Boston College, Florida State, and Louisville. They do have a win over Duke and a win over Wisconsin, so the Demon Deacons do have that upside. Wake Forest actually had a seven-point lead at Clemson earlier this year before getting blitzed 51-24 in the second half. Wake shot under 34% that night, so they'll need to be much better tonight. Clemson looks really good, but this team did lose to South Carolina, Iowa, and Loyola of Chicago this year, so they can be beaten. Wake is the favorite. I'm going to lay the two at home with Wake Forest over Clemson. Next up on the card, we stay in the ACC. It is Notre Dame minus the five and a half over Florida State. So one of the lone highlights this year for Florida State was coming back from 11 down to beat Notre Dame by one early in the season. The Seminoles are 5-13 and 13 overall, but they are 3-4 and four in the ACC with wins over Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, and Louisville. That group, by the way, is 2-21 and 21 in the conference. Of the 13 losses this year for Florida State, 12 of those have been by six or more. The Fighting Irish are just 1-6 in conference. They're 9-9 nine nine overall. The Irish, though, do have much better metrics on offense. They shoot a little bit better. They have the revenge angle and they have the home floor. Call me crazy. I'm willing to lay five and a half with the team that is three, 14, and one against the spread this year. Yes, that's right. The Fighting Irish are the second worst team in all of college basketball against the number. Give me the Fighting Irish, minus the five and a half over Florida State. Next up on the card, well, the final game on the card, we go to the Mountain West Conference. It is San Jose State plus the 10 at New Mexico. So the numbers don't support the bet. This is a gut play. The Lobos are coming off the huge win at San Diego State. They're now 16-2 and on the season, 3-2 and in the Mountain West Conference. Coach Richard Patino has the Lobos, led by my former Golden Gopher, Jamal Mashburn Jr., clicking this season. They're a top 50 team on offensive efficiency, a top 75 team on defensive efficiency, plus the pit is one of the best environments in all college basketball. San Jose State has had one winning season since 1993. Let that sink in for a moment. As of today, the Spartans are 12-6 and six on the year, 3-2 and two in the Mountain West under Tim Miles. I've questioned them every single step of the way. They won at Santa Clara. They won at Colorado State, and they kept it within three at Boise State. Yes, Nevada blitzed them by 27, but that's still in recent memory. I don't soon expect the repeat performance like that, Don't worry, Coach G. I know you're a big Lobos fan. You'll win the game, but I'm going to win the bet. I'm on San Jose State plus the 10 at New Mexico. So let's recap your card for a Tuesday. We're on Wisconsin minus the two and a half against Penn State. I'm on Wake Forest minus the two against Clemson. I'm on the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame minus the five and a half over Florida State. And I'm on San Jose State plus the 10 at New Mexico. So that's your card for a Tuesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.